0: Hello, and welcome back to a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. Today, we're going to continue the conversation we started last week on how to practice self-care at work. A lot of us, we think that self-care is something that we do after work, something that you might be looking forward to, to have some me time after long hours of working, only to find out that you have a million things to do and that by the time that you're done, it's already bedtime, you're tired, and you never get to spend time with yourself for yourself, just taking care of yourself. And last week we said that practicing self-care at work has never been as crucial as it is today. Why putting off self-care out by to the end of the day when you can do it during the day? as you're working. So today we're continuing that conversation, sharing a few more ways that you can incorporate self-care at work. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. let's continue our discussion on how to incorporate self-care at work so last week we share a few ways that you can practice self-care at work we talk about setting healthy boundaries and being okay when being just fine and learning to say no we also talked about using technology mindfully and how to celebrate small wins, and leave situations that don't serve you, and also learning to ask for help and building positive habits. Today, we are going to continue the conversation, and I'm going to be sharing with you a few more ways that you can incorporate self-care at work. So I don't know what number we left it last week, so I'm just going to skip the whole numbering thing for today's episode. But the next way that you can incorporate self-care at work is to set a sleep schedule. And you might be thinking, well, I don't sleep while I'm working. So how is that self-care at work? Well, for me, and I don't know if you can relate, a lot of days, not so much lately, but in the past, once my kids will go to bed, I will turn my computer on and then I will start working again until it was time to go to bed. And I decided to completely change my behavioral pattern there because when I was working late at night, that impacted the quality of my sleep. You know, a lack of restful sleep will tell you the next morning to hit the snooze button, which will disrupt your morning routine. You know, having a bedtime routine is as important as having a morning routine. Actually, many people will tell you that your morning routine starts the night before. So setting a regular schedule to go to bed will really help you balancing your overall health and your work-life balance. And a few things that you can do to help you get into that routine could be maybe taking a warm uh, bath at night. It maybe can be just uh, reading a book, avoiding technology right before you go to bed, maybe stretching. Think about what might be some things that you can do to prepare you for that restful night asleep. Because when you have a good night's sleep, that not only supports your overall health, but also your productivity at work. Okay, the next tip or the next way to incorporate self care at work is forgiving others. You know, at work, Conflicts might occur from time to time. Not that we're looking to create conflicts, but you know, when you have relationships between human beings, is what happens. Once in a while, conflicts might occur. And it is important to not let those conflicts negatively influence your mindset. So instead of holding grudges, learn to forgive. People, I believe, and I always have said this, I believe people don't go to work thinking today I'm going to create a conflict. Today I'm going to make this person feel bad. Today I'm not going to perform or I'm going to be late on delivering my projects or my work, right? I think people always go to work with good intentions, And conflict is a natural part of human relations. So it is important that we learn to forgive others. Now, forgiving doesn't mean that you agree with what the other person did to you. And I think that's also important to keep in mind. It just means that you are wise enough to ignore any negativity that comes with that conflict. So it will no longer bother you and it will allow you to focus at work, right? Because when we're thinking about conflict, when we're thinking about the negative aspects of those conflicts that can impact negatively our ability to focus and our productivity. The next one, one of my favorite ways of self-care at work is to practice gratitude. Yes, I have to bring gratitude again, one more time. I feel like gratitude shows up in almost every topic that I talk about, but it's because gratitude is such an important part of my life and it's such a powerful habit to cultivate. It is the easiest thing that you can do to make you happy, to focus on the things that you're grateful for. So when practicing gratitude, maybe a way you can incorporate that into work is to think about who at work you're grateful for. What happened today at work that you can be grateful for? Maybe someone helped you. Maybe that meeting went really well. Maybe you got a positive feedback or a constructive feedback that you can be grateful for because now is helping you to focus on what you can do differently so you can continue to grow and develop at your work. Okay, next way to incorporate self care at work. And this is going to sound. I don't know what the right word is. I'm just going to say it. Brag about yourself. Yes, bragging is considered a type of self-care. So no like the snobby teens, but instead be proud of yourself. Be proud of your achievements, right? It is becoming increasingly rare and people need to feel good about themselves, right? We feel that we're doing something bad or wrong when we brag about ourselves. And we should not brag about ourselves in a snobby way, as I said, but in a way that just makes us feel proud of what we're doing, of our work, of the impact that we're making. And when you talk about your work with that enthusiasm that comes with being proud of yourself and your achievements, It is contagious, and you're going to get more people excited about the things that you're doing and more people jumping on board to work with you and collaborate with you. So if another thing, and I mentioned this with recognition of the small wings, if no one compliments you, do me a favor, compliment yourself. It is the most effective technique to stay motivated at all times, right? Like, compliment yourself. Think about what is one thing that you feel proud of yourself today? What did you achieve today? Asking those questions at the end of the day can really boost your morale and are a great way to incorporate self care at work. Another way of incorporating self care at work is to move, right? A little bit of exercise in between tasks or in between meetings can go a long way, especially if you're sitting in one place for eight hours a day or sometimes even more. I love that I have a height adjustable desk and I can stand up, I can sit down. And as I'm standing up on my desk, it's very easy to sometimes just put my headset and walk as I'm in a meeting, if my camera is not on, or in between meetings, if I have a five-minute break, a 10-minute break, I try to just walk around the house, right? Or if I have a longer break, maybe get outside and walk. Or if you're in the office, like take the opportunity to walk to the common area and meet with people and say hi and just have an informal conversation. You know, it's not only the movement, but also the connection that can be a great way of practicing self-care at work. I think we're so used to be sitting down in our desk all day that every day we move less and less. And physical activity is a great way to boost your productivity, to make you feel better during the day, to have more energy. And besides that, you know, changing scenery can really help to refresh your mind and get you out of a rut maybe that you might be on. So movement. Another way of practicing self-care at work is to declutter your desk. I don't know about you, but I'm working on things and I'm putting papers everywhere. And at the end of the day, my desk is really cluttered. So I really always like to start and end my day decluttering my desk. Before I start working, I, you know, clean up my desk from any clutter that is in there um, or if not at the end of the day. And that really helps, right? Working in a cluttered space can increase your levels of stress and the distractions. So as a result, keep your desk clutter-free at all times. A well-organized workstation will also help you to be more productive, to find what you need when you need it, and have less distractions and less stress. Okay, the next way to incorporate self-care at work is to take breaks. I used to believe that taking breaks was a waste of my time, that if I wanted to be productive, I just needed to hustle, hustle, hustle. And now I've learned that taking breaks between tasks helps me perform better. It kind of helps me to reset my mind so I can set new intentions for the new block of time And it helps me to just distract my mind for a second. So then I can come back to really focus in what I'm doing. So taking breaks is very important. And you don't need a lot of time, right? It can be like five-minute breaks. Just go to walk around your office, around your house. Go refill your water bottle, right? So, So you can stay hydrated during the day and um, go to the common area while you're in a break and connect with others. And talking about all of that, the next way to incorporate self-care at work is to stay hydrated. We frequently forget to drink water while we're working. So a lot of times we end up dehydrated and we know that dehydration can lead not only to health issues, but also to a lack of ability to focus. And that can impact your productivity at work. So staying hydrated will make you feel better. Even if you're having a bad day, it will make your day better. I promise. If you have a habit of forgetting to drink water, set reminders. You know, this is one time that you can use technology as your ally You can set reminders every hour to take a sip of your water. I like to have a big water bottle at my desk and I use my breaks to go refill it. So I set goals to myself to drink four water bottles. I have a 30 ounce water bottle that I always have with me. And my goal is to drink minimum three, ideally four of those. So between 90 and 120 ounces of water a day. And having the water bottle with me serves two purposes. One, it helps me stay hydrated because I don't have to stand up and go get water every time that I want to get water. But then when my water is empty, that signals to me that I need a break. And I take a five-minute break, go refill my water bottle, move around, and keep going with my day. Another way to incorporate self-care at work is to eat mindfully. You know, you wanna make sure that you're eating in a way that supports the energy that you want to have in a way that not only satisfies your hunger, but it helps you feel at your best. So if you get enough nutrients regularly, you're gonna feel better. When you eat unhealthy food, you put yourself at risk from a health standpoint, but also you're going to get that brain fogginess after meals and that doesn't help you to stay focused and be productive. So eating mindfully in a way that supports the energy that you want to have. And for me, my goal always is to have vibrant energy throughout the day. And sustained energy throughout the day. So, you know, we are all different. So, as you eat whatever you eat today, try to reflect on how what you eat makes you feel. And soon enough, you'll figure out that there are foods that make you feel better than others, and that are foods that might cause you, like, that brain fogginess after lunch or that bloating that is so uncomfortable and distracting while you're working. Another thing with eating mindfully is to remember not to skip meals. I used to do this all the time. I was busy at meetings, so I would skip meals. And now I make my meals not negotiable. When I'm hungry, I eat. Um, Don't skip your breakfast, right? Um, We need to start our day with a healthy meal that gives us that sustained energy that we need for the rest of the day. And breakfast, that is the purpose, right? So personally, I always like to incorporate a carbohydrate and a protein at breakfast. The protein keeps me feel, keeps me full, and uh, because I work out in the morning, it helps with that muscle rebuilding. And then the carbohydrate, that is our body's preferred source of energy. So I like to have a chirohydrate in the morning to give me that energy that I need for the rest of my day. Another thing, if you're going to the office, packing a healthy snack for later in the day can be a great way to make sure that you're eating healthy, that you're honoring your hunger when you're hungry, and that you're eating in a way that supports the energy that you want to have. Okay, another way that you can incorporate self-care at work. This one is going to sound strange, but I'm going to say it. Carry an emergency self-care kit. When I was going to the office or when I travel for work, I always carry one. And I think everyone should always carry an emergency self-care kit wherever you go. That can include a bunch of your favorite stuff. So when I travel, I always take a book with me so I can relax and read at the plane or at the hotel. Um, I always pack my gratitude journal. Um, I pack some personal care items. Maybe you want to have with you a fidget toy. So if you are stressed, it can really help, you know, like let go of the stress. It can be a great thing to have on your hands, if you're stressed or even, If you're doing a presentation, I feel a lot of people feel more confident, more secure when they have something in their hands. So having something that you can always go to can be a great way to uh, always carry that emergency self-care kit with you. So what are some of your favorite things that you can carry with you that can help you in any moment that you need to take a break for self-care? You have something that can support you. Again, my favorite thing is whatever book I'm reading, right? If I'm going to take a break, even if I'm in the office, I can go to a common area and read my book while I'm having a cup of coffee or tea, Um, coffee definitely, not tea for me, please, Um, even though I've been trying to switch my morning cup of coffee for Uh, matcha latte. And I'm actually really enjoying that as part of my morning routine. But back to what I was saying, what are some of your favorite things that you can carry with you that whenever you have the need to take a break for self-care purposes, you have what you need to support you. So those are some of the ways that you can incorporate self-care at work. I hope that these two episodes have been helpful. I hope that you got an idea or two of things that you can start doing that will help you support yourself so you can be at your best without the need to push off that self-care to after work. And we know what happens when we do that with that i hope that you have an amazing week and before i say goodbye just a reminder that next week i am going to be hosting the 2023 planning session this is an event is the first time that i'm hosting this event i'm really excited about it i'm going to be sharing with you all my secrets to plan 2023 as i mentioned last week I personally believe that we use the word busy way too often and we take pride on being busy and I have decided to change that and to help others do the same. So in this life workshop, I'm going to be showing you how to create meaningful plans to leave an intentional year ahead to gain clarity around your priorities and find fulfillment in all roles that you play in your life. During this planning session, you're going to build your own vision board for 2023. You're going to identify your priorities and set your goals for the new year. You're going to build an intuitive system and routines so you can spend less time spinning your wheels and more time doing the things that light you up. And of course, we're going to embrace self-care as a non-negotiable part of our lives that will be integrated into our plan for 2023. Let's ditch the burnout and start living life on your own terms. You're going to learn the exact tools, systems, and habits that I use to live by design so you can also do the same. I hope to see you there. If you want more information, you can check the show notes on this podcast episode. Until then, have a great day, and I'll talk to you again on another podcast episode.